Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's ILTA pre-recorded podcast interview called Law & Order, The Importance of Practice Management in a Law Firm Startup. I am your moderator, Kristen Rhodes, and I am a Senior Practice Manager at Paul Hastings. I'm joined today with Phil Andonian, who is a member at Caleb Andonian. Hi, Phil. Welcome. Hey, Kristen. How are you? Good. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your firm? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Mm -hmm. um, so I am a member and co-founder of Caleb Andonian. We're a boutique litigation firm in D.C. Um, I've been a lawyer a little over 20 years, which is horrifying um, in many ways. <laughs> um, we've got um, three full-time lawyers, a contract lawyer, paralegal, and an office administrator. So we're, um, you know, we've got, we were we're getting there. We're building our firm up. Um, we handle all types of litigation from kind of nuts and bolts, criminal matters to um, white collar matters and civil litigation, mostly on the plaintiff side, doing um, police misconduct, civil rights type and employment. Awesome. All right. Well, let's dig right into uh, the operations behind all of that. Uh, but first, what made you decide to leave your prior job and how did you know it was time to break out on your own? Yeah, I think it was like a lot of people during the pandemic, um, you know, there was a lot of time to think and ponder about the meaning of it all. And I realized that despite working at that time at a really great firm with a lot of really great people and having come from an office, of great people that I liked a lot. I was missing, I guess, that entrepreneurial kind of angle of being a lawyer and kind of being able to call my own shots and pick my own cases and make my own hours. And so um, I, again, you know, the pandemic provided a good springboard to kind of figure out what more was out there. And so um, I decided to take the plunge. That's awesome. I feel like the pandemic did that for a lot of people, but they could have gone any number of ways. So you chose a really interesting path. Right. Um, there's there's a lot of other things to pandemic, like we got chickens <laughs> and I had to build a chicken coop in our backyard. But this was a good one. This was one of the positive. <laughs> <laughs> this is a net gain. Um, right, right. And so obviously, I think this is like a fantasy that many people only contemplate. But now that you're on the other side, what resources did you take for granted at your prior firm? I mean, I honestly is is maybe naive as it sounds. I mean, I took everything for granted. I mean, I think when you're an employee somewhere, you, you know, are very comfortably unaware of everything that goes into running a business, <clears throat> even if you interact with the resources on a day-to-day -day basis, which I certainly did at my old firm or in all my other jobs, but, you know, just taking for granted that the books are going to be done and, you know, the accountants and the tax people have all the information that they need to understanding, you know, who's got an eye on the cases and deadlines and where the documents are and, you know, all of that. So, um, coming over to this side of it, everything, you know, the buck stops with me and with my partner. And so I think really kind of understanding that in a, in a real sense was a, an eye opener. <laughs> well, so as a professional in practice management, I love hearing this because sometimes I suspect that 
like you, many lawyers take some of the operations for granted. Right. Um, though, of course, I'm sorry, you had to learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> so along those same lines, what has been the most eye-opening part of the transition from practicing attorney to manager of your own firm? I mean, I think it's been the the business management side of being, you know, a law firm owner. I mean, you know, I, I a few people that I know who started their own firms and we were kind of joked that we have probably more in common with like, you know, the small business owner that owns a corner store or a dry cleaner than we necessarily do with our colleagues at big law firms or even medium-sized law firms. Um, and so I think it's it's been needing to understand, not just, you know, working with the different resources and like, under, you know, kind of, you know, being responsible for them, but really understanding how it is they all fit together to make a practice work from a business standpoint. Interesting. And that's an interesting um, division or um, comparison to like the mom and pop short stores as a small firm. Um, yeah, I mean, the way I, I mean, think of it, I mean, it's like they, they, you know, obviously need to know what they want to sell and they have to, you know, get it. But it's it's the mechanics of that. Like, what does that actually look like? I mean, who do you have to contact? How far ahead do you have to contact them? Like, do they need to communicate with anyone else? And it's really just that administration part of keeping the lights on, so to speak. That makes sense. Well, uh, changing gears for a minute. Our listeners are interested in technology, so I have to ask, what are you using for case management software to run all of these operations? Yeah, we use um, a program called MyCase, uh, which, you know, we we looked at a couple. I think Clio is another one. Um, I think there was one other one I'm blanking the name on, but MyCase is what we settled on. And it's, you know, for... Somebody, I, I suspect I'm like a lot of your listeners. I, you know, technology is, you know, a really useful thing. I like technology. I like how technology can make life easier, you know, personally, you know, having, you know, an iPad and an iPhone and being able to video chat with family, that kind of stuff and figuring out a way to import that convenience into a law practice was important to us, especially because we got started during the pandemic and wanted to be able to do as much remotely as we possibly could. And so, you know, my case has billing integrated into it. It's got a portal where clients can upload and download documents. It's got all of our uh, timekeeping incorporated and it's got document organization. So we can really, and it's, and it's um, web-based and it's got an app component. So really you can do, everybody in the firm can access everything that anyone's working on from anywhere. You know, we can. it's easy to keep track of time, which for me is somebody who is habitually horrendous. Keeping track of time is great because I can just start a timer or do an entry. So it's been, a, we've been really happy with it. That's awesome. And, you know, technology is only as good as the way that you use that technology. So a related question is, how are you structuring the firm to meet all of these management needs? And how is that integrating? Yeah, I think we're still in the process of figuring that out. I mean, we, we've we got you know, an amazing paralegal, an amazing office administrator who are like totally on top of the, you know, the things that you expect them to be on top of. 
and are able to utilize my case in a way that you know helps us all with streamlining billing and timekeeping and you know kind of all the output data to our bookkeepers and our tax people um so i think it's a good it's a really nice intersection of extremely helpful technology but still being backed by extremely competent you know really kind of on top of it you know people who still yeah. have to ultimately be you know at the helm <laughs> yeah it's about the people at the end of the day i appreciate right. that yeah. Right. So, so to close up, what advice would you give someone contemplating making the same change? I, you know, I talked to a ton of people before and after I started my own practice, and I find myself kind of echoing a lot of what was told to me. And that is, I'm really, you know, kind of, you know, in favor of people taking the plunge if that's what they're thinking about doing. I mean, it's a really really scary thing to do to suddenly not have a paycheck that just shows up in your bank account, you know, whenever it shows up, that makes sense. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's incredibly rewarding and it's incredibly empowering to be able to do what you want to do the way you want to do it. I guess what I would tell people, and, you know, this is probably self-evident, but you give yourself plenty of, of financial runway because there's going to be ups and downs and it might be, much you know the the downs might come later than you expect and being ready for it um you know and not not taking for granted you know the influx of business that you'll get when you you know all your friends know that you're in need of work when that dries up is helpful <laughs> that doesn't just happen <laughs> yeah right um and then i think really thinking a lot about what we've been talking about which is the systems that you need to have in place as a business manager Mm -hmm. Under, you know, knowing how you want to structure your practice, you know, do you want people to be able to schedule time on your calendar without having to go through somebody and having something like Calendly, you know, kind of, you know, available? Do you want to be able to have clients access documents and information on their own? So, again, something like my case that has a client portal feature, you know, how do you want to do billing? I mean, it's all of the little things that you would think about, um, but but thinking about how they're going to all work in concert to make your practice in your life. Again, the whole point of it is to to be able to be the kind of lawyer you want to be, doing the kind of work that you want to do. But you've got to think about what that actually looks like on a day to day basis. Yeah. Well, thank you, Phil. I mean, this has been such an interesting conversation and view into a startup for a law firm. And again, I just love to underscore the importance of a well-run operations team and how that bleeds into the practice of law. That's something I'm very interested in. I'm glad you're seeing that too. Um, and hopefully our listeners um, enjoy those tidbits. So thank yeah. you for joining us. And uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. We hope you catch our next practice management session on change management set to release on October 26th. Thanks again for having me. Thanks.